0: Welcome to Hadley Presents. I'm your host, Ricky Enger, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy a conversation with the experts. In this episode, we discuss features from Windows 10 that make the computer easier to use for those with low vision. And our expert is Jeremy Curry from Microsoft. Welcome, Jeremy. My goodness. So good to have you on the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Ricky. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: It is wonderful, and I mean, you and I have uh, been behind microphones previous to this, so it's so good to actually have you on this show. It feels it feels good to reconnect in this way.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's uh, when they uh, when Hadley reached out to Microsoft, they're like, "Hey, you're going to be working with Ricky," and I'm like, "Oh, good, Ricky." And I go back. Forever.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> so, I know who you are, but for those of uh, in the audience who don't, tell us a little about yourself and what your background is and how you made it over to Microsoft.
1: Yeah, you bet. So, I've been in assistive technology for about 15 years now, and uh, I've worked on screen readers and screen magnifiers. Um, for those of you who are familiar with uh, some of the brand names, you know, Window Eyes, Jaws, Zoom Text. Uh, some of those assistive technology products in the past, as well as some digital magnifiers, and braille note takers, eventually made the transition as as the industry started to change. Microsoft reached out to me and I said, you know, that that sounds really interesting because I've really seen Microsoft really push things forward and wanting to raise the bar for accessibility. And I wanted to be a part of that. So I've been in product uh, management and development and, and training for years and years with assistive technology and it's just a great place to to be right now um we've got a really passionate team it's just phenomenal some of the stuff that microsoft is doing and so i basically took the the step from uh third-party assistive technology and headed over to Microsoft, and uh, relatively new in Microsoft land, only been here since January, but now I'm working on primarily the low-vision side of the Windows operating system, and uh, it's just just awesome to be part of this team.
0: Yeah, it sounds incredible, and I agree. I think Microsoft is doing some amazing things and making things possible. Uh, right out of the box that used to kind of require the purchase of third-party software.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a great first-party experience. You know, when you're using Windows, you've got all sorts of different options. And I was installing Windows 10 prior to working at Microsoft, and I thought, this is the best experience I've ever had as a, you know, kind of low vision slash blind user, kind of depending on what my environment is. And we're just continuing to make that experience even better, not just, uh, you know, installing Windows 10, but the whole experience of all, making it easier for everyone to access their computer.
0: So when we talk about uh, what Microsoft is doing, in general, I think we could say that uh, the the settings that we're looking at that kind of encompass this uh, making things more usable and more accessible, that's called ease of access, right? Is there, um, can you kind of define what that is?
1: Right, so ease of access, it's, it's found in the settings, and it's basically the place in Windows for all of the accessibility settings. So if you're a person with a uh, visual hearing or mobility impairment, Windows provides you with these great options to help access your device and, and make it easier, not only for people with disabilities, but um, everyone. For example, you know, closed captioning is obviously great for people with hearing impairments, but suppose you're sitting in a loud uh, airport, right? And you want to be able to uh, understand what's on the uh, audio track and you just can't quite hear it. Well, turn on closed captioning or you're in a library and you don't want to have everything up very loud. So we're trying to capture the spectrum of not only for people with disabilities, but again, just making it easier for everyone to use.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a great way to look at it in that uh, accessibility can make things better for everyone. So just as the example of having... A wheelchair ramp is also useful for mothers with strollers and the like. Mm -hmm. We can take that concept and move it to technology and have these things that benefit everyone.
1: Absolutely. Yep.
0: So what are the major categories that Microsoft has looked at when it's designing these settings to make uh, the computer easier to use?
1: Currently in ease of access, you'll find three different sections. There's a vision section, which has... Um, things for people who are both uh, low vision and blind. There's hearing and there's also interaction. You know, if you've got a visual hearing or mobility impairment, it's the place to customize windows, right? So you can go and make it easy to use. The different sections that we have there will just help with those people with different uh, varying types of abilities. So if you're looking at vision, we've got that covered. If you're looking at hearing, we've got that covered. If you're looking at kind of mobility and your interaction, we have that covered too. And there are some things, as I mentioned before, that just help everybody. So one of the things I tend to focus on are um, the low vision features. So we just started rolling out the uh, Windows 10 May 2019 update, which has some great new features in it. And one of those is uh, being able to make sure that you don't uh, lose track of your mouse pointer anymore for those people who are somewhat sighted oftentimes they'll end up shaking their mouse pointer to be able to see it on the screen but for people with low vision you know they need to be able to make it uh, larger and so now you can make it much much bigger and you don't have to even shake it to find it so some of those are you know inside of ease of access and um, under the actual vision category but those are the main categories that we focused on are the the vision, the hearing and the interaction.
0: So what other settings are there available right now? Uh, Even for those who have not yet gotten the spring update, what kinds of things are available uh, to customize specifically for low vision?
1: Sure, so you can change uh, some various colors and have various color filters. You can change the mouse pointer, as I mentioned before, but now we're adding larger sizes and and, uh, we're adding color so you can personalize it. Uh, But you could have it just bigger if you wanted to. So Windows Magnifier is uh, uh, another feature that's uh, built into Windows. So if if you have difficulty seeing the screen, you can magnify the screen, be able to see things that you wouldn't be able to see at just 1x. And and it's something that I use to be able to function uh, because I'm low vision slash blind, kind of depending on the environment that I'm in. I can't, I literally cannot function without Windows Magnifier. I have to be able to, to have things magnified to be able to see it. Or I could uh, use something like Narrator, which is our built-in screen reader. And for me, I've actually started to use both of them together. Uh, as my vision decreases, um, i found that having more speech actually helps. And so I'll use um, speech along with magnification and, and uh, to, to help me be able to read documents faster as my eyes get more and more tired throughout the day.
0: So that is a thing that people can do then, use both speech and magnification or say magnification and high contrast, or maybe they just need the pointer to be larger and have some of these color filters. So these these features can work together?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, they can. Yeah, you can change all of these different settings. I shouldn't say all of these different settings. We've tried <laughs> to make it very, very simple, but you can change these things. Uh, independently of one another and and customize it to your own best preference because one thing i've found about with uh, people low vision as i've worked with thousands of them over the years is everybody's different nobody's the same and so having the ability to customize the color and the size of magnification and the And the mouse pointer and the color of the mouse pointer, all of these things, plus, you know, the speech really helped to make it a good experience for anybody on the low vision spectrum.
0: Yeah, I think it's amazing that uh, Microsoft has really taken all this into account. And, you know, for some people, their vision may be different from day to day. So what they need one day may be different uh, the next day or, as you said, depending on what environment they're in at any given time. And so having this stuff available always and really nicely configurable is great.
1: Yeah, I personally end up, you know, changing from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. Um, And I've got users that we talk to all the time that have the same issue where it depends on what application they're in. They're using something different. And so having this ability just, you know, all built in makes it just an excellent user experience.
0: So let's say I have just gotten a shiny new Windows 10 computer, or maybe I'm over at someone's house and I want to be able to kind of check out these settings. I've just turned the computer on and I'm at the login screen. How do I get access to uh, these settings that we've been talking about?
1: So, you know, again, it depends on your ability, right? or I should say you, your different types of acuity be able to see because we've got this low vision to blind spectrum. If you're totally blind, uh, you could do control windows key and enter and that'll turn on narrator for you. So that's our, our screen reader and you will be able to access everything on the uh, login screen. You could just tab using the, the keyboard. Um, if you've got some site, some usable site, we've got a lot of low vision users who, you know, maybe need only 25 or 50% more magnification and so there are little icons that you can click on if you want to have the magnification turn on, and there's also hotkeys for that too. So if you are uh, very low vision, kind of like myself, you know, I use Windows key and the plus, and that'll turn on magnification. And you could even have both of those on at the same time. You could have speech and magnification turned on in order to access those things. So you've got that ability all at the login screen before you ever even log into Windows to be able to access even just the password field or you know, if you want to shut your computer down at the login screen, you can do that too if you if you want to. So we've got all of these and a, a variety of other keystrokes to turn on other accessibility features while on the login screen too.
0: And what about after you log in? Um, I'm assuming that you can access these things in the same way once you've logged in, but if you turn on a setting at login, does that stay on once you have logged in or how does that work?
1: It can. So if you um, are a narrator user, so I mentioned I have speech a lot, right? And my wife and I use the same PC. And so perhaps, you know, she uh, logs in and um, doesn't want speech after she logs in. She can actually turn narrator off. So after she logs in, it's not speaking. But for me, when I log in, it, it, it does speak. So you have the ability to do that. And at any time, if you want to turn speech on or off, again, that control Windows key enter will toggle speech on and off. So if you log in and for some reason it's not on, maybe somebody's messed with your settings. I know there's a person with a visual impairment. That's happened to me <laughs> all <happens>. the time. <laughs> you just hit control Windows key enter and it's there, right? And if you want to shut it off, it's it's uh, it's off. So the same hotkeys that you used inside of uh, the login screen Uh, can also be used after you log in. Or if you want to explore what's in ease of access, I mean, there are a couple different ways to do it. One of the easiest ways to access that is Windows key in the letter U will bring up the ease of access settings. Or if you have a difficult time remembering uh, hotkeys, you could just open up the start menu and type in ease of access and You know, the the search results will pop up and you can open it from there and then you can go through and change your different settings as far as what happens after login or before login or at sign in and all those different uh, settings.
0: And what about for people who are kind of strictly mouse users and they're looking for these icons Are those generally located in a specific place uh, on the login screen or once you do log in?
1: yeah so on the uh, bottom right of the screen if, if you're if you're sighted and you have some ability to see the screen and you're a mouse user all those are typically down at the bottom right of the screen so you know the location of them rather than trying to look to the upper left or the upper right you can just focus on one part of the screen yeah
0: that is fantastic so we've talked about, a few really awesome features, and there are lots more we didn't cover here. Uh, but you know I'm always I, I'm always a curious person and I have to wonder what's coming next. I know that Microsoft has just released an update and you talked about uh, the ability to kind of change the pointer size and make that easier to see. Is there anything else that you're allowed to talk about that you guys are working on that we might see in the future?
1: Oh, there's a whole lot of stuff that we're working on.
0: <laughs> <I bet. laughs> what what won't get you in trouble to talk about?
1: What won't <laughs> get less? me in trouble to talk about? Let me think <laughs> about that for a second. The uh, There are some improvements in uh, a Narrator that are coming out. And uh, it's been very interesting to see um, some of our user comments about uh, what's included in Narrator now. And we have worked very hard to make it a Really great experience out of the box, and so I think you'll find that some of the things that are in the uh, Windows 10 May 2019 update will be very helpful with that. From a low vision perspective, um, I mentioned the mouse pointer. If, If you're downloading the latest update, you'll be able to change colors and have more sizes available. Um, I'll give you a sneak peek into some of the things um, from the low vision side. So if you are someone who uses Windows Magnifier, one of the issues that we found from our customers is that in order to use Magnifier, it's a great tool, but they were having to, while they were typing, move their heads around to find the cursor all of the time. Oh yeah. So I, I experienced this problem myself. And, you know, by the end of the day, my neck is tired, right? You're looking to the left or right. Cause it, it just tracks all over the screen, which is great uh, because it tries to give you the most information on the screen. But we actually uh, just changed the, uh, or well, we changed the default and actually added in a feature called uh, center text cursor. And so now, as you're typing, the text cursor will stay in the center of the screen, so you don't have to be moving your head left, right, up, or down anymore. Uh, in order to find where it's at, it stays in one spot, so you can focus on that spot, which is also nice if, uh, you know, some people have to look out of the, the side, you know, on in their peripheral vision to be able to see something. So there's a constant method to be able to see where that particular uh, text cursor is, because it just stays in the center as much as possible. And so that's a feature that if you're a Windows Insider, which is where you can get preview builds of the next version of Windows, you can actually download that and use that today. And anytime we have a new uh, Windows Preview version out, we we publicly put out on a blog um, that talks about what's new inside of accessibility, whether it's Narrator or whether it's Magnify or any other accessibility features that we have. I can't divulge too much, but I will say that we're always working on things. And if you're really interested to see what's out there, uh, check out those Windows Insider builds uh, and our latest blogs when those Insider builds ship. And for those of you who aren't familiar with, uh, you know, what what's Windows Insider? Do I have to like buy something or do something special? It's uh, it's all free, uh, and you can essentially just go to your Start menu, type in Windows Insider, and you can uh, become part of the Windows Insider program. And you can select if you want uh, things like we call the fast ring, which is uh, uh, the most recent preview builds, um, or the slow ring, where maybe those things are a little bit more tested. If you're, if you're, uh, you know, maybe a little bit schemish on uh, being on the more leading edge, but all those are available to anyone who wants to try it.
0: And even if you are a little bit hesitant to jump right in and try it, you can still uh, check out the blog where these release notes happen. And that way you kind of have an idea of what's coming next. And that's super cool as well. We will have links to this kind of thing in the show notes. So I invite you to uh, to check those out. What about other resources in terms of if somebody has a question about a Microsoft product or somebody uh, wants to read a little more about what's going on in Windows? Are there different places that people can go uh, to get that information?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Microsoft has a great accessibility site. So www.microsoft.com slash accessibility has all sorts of great information there about our accessibility features. Additionally, you could follow us on Twitter, um, MSFT enable. So it, at Microsoft enable, and uh, we tweet about things there. Um, One of the great things that I personally love about Microsoft is they have something called the um, Disability Answer Desk, or DAD, D-A-D for short. And you can find uh, resources on the accessibility website about how to access the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk, which is in multiple languages. uh, If you're, you know, not just English speaking, not just in the U.S., but around the world. You can call in and you can get support on your Windows OS. You can get support regarding our, our built-in assistive technology that we have. So that's a fantastic resource for um, people with disabilities. We also have a YouTube channel with lots of great content. You can find that on the accessibility website as well. And so there's links to all these things on that site. And that's, that's where I would really point someone who wants to go find out all this information. We're doing so much. Microsoft.com slash accessibility is really the place to go.
0: We've covered a lot today. Anything else that uh, you want to say before we head out of here?
1: You know, I uh, am thankful for all the feedback that we get. If uh, any of you want to uh, even uh, tweet at me personally, uh, you're welcome to do that. I'm Jeremy underscore Curry. I'm one of those, you know, with the underscore in between. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You're the best.
1: but, uh, you know, love to hear the feedback. Uh, I absolutely love what I do here. It's just this space is a passion of mine um, to help make the lives of people with disabilities better. Uh, my focus is on low vision, and that's where I'm uh, really trying to, to push windows personally. And it's just awesome the things we're doing. I'd say stay tuned because we're going to keep coming out and keep making things even better for not just people with disabilities, but for everyone. Love being part of the Microsoft family. And uh, Ricky, thanks for having me. It's it's been awesome.
0: It has absolutely been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on, and I can't wait to see what comes next.
1: Yeah, just wait and see.
0: <laughs> thanks, Jeremy, and thanks for listening, everyone. Send us an email at podcast at Hadley That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at Hadley.edu. Or leave us a message at eight four seven seven eight four two eight seven zero thanks for listening